Hello, and welcome to the Cybersecurity Awesomeness Podcast, hosted by Enterprise Management Associates, an industry-leading IT analyst research firm that provides deep insights across the full spectrum of IT and data management technologies. The Cybersecurity Awesomeness Podcast will take a deep dive into the security topics that are top of mind for information security practitioners, IT professionals, and technology business leaders. Join security experts Chris Steffen, VP of Research at EMA, and Ken Buckler, Research Analyst at EMA, for some truly awesome topics. Chris and Ken, take it away. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, depending on where you are and listening to this wonderful podcast. My name is Chris Steffen. I am joined today by my colleague, Ken Buckler. The Cybersecurity Awesomeness Podcast is deviating a little bit this week because we are celebrating Star Wars Day. Star Wars Day is one of my more favorite days. Um, If you want to really nerd out, we all know that the actual Star Wars Day is towards the middle of the month. That is actually George Lucas's birthday. That's actually when the film debuted. But how can you take and go by May the 4th without talking about Star Wars? You're listening to this podcast today probably because it is Star Wars Day. We could be talking about The Mandalorian. We could be talking about some of these other wonderful things. But this Star Wars Day, I'm going to particularly focus on the original trilogy, Star Wars, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. And why some of the security failures of our beloved empire led to the rebels actually taking and being able to win. I I think it goes without saying this is not endorsed by my friends at Disney or Lucasfilm. None of the songs, pictures, so on and so forth are going to be that way. But it is all fair use and it is all part of the, the human element, as they say. So I think it's pretty good to talk about it if you have any questions about what Star Wars is. Quite bluntly, you're probably listening to the wrong podcast. So with that, I wanted to talk about three different failures, kind of at a, at a very high level, but we'll dig down a little bit into them. One is data security. Data security is far up in the minds of, of most security professionals, practitioners, and, and compliance people in this day and age, just because of the data security regulations. And the scene that I want to bring to everybody's attention is the scene where Almost one of the very first scenes in Star Wars A New Hope. Princess Leia and her crew are intercept the technical plans of the first Death Star, and she's plugging him into our good friend R2-D2 to blow off in an escape pod and hopefully get the Death Star plans away from the captured ship. Again, sounds a little convoluted, but really, this is one of those cases where had the Empire done a better job of securing those plans the Rebels wouldn't have been able to figure out a way to blow up the Death Star. We, we know that in Rogue One, I said I was talking about the first three, but this one kind of fits in there. Rogue One, we we find out that they are stolen by Genezro and passed off to Princess Leia. And then, you know, the Death Star plans are analyzed and they find out a, a security vulnerability has been kind of inherently put in. That's another one that we're not even going to talk about. And then we take the intellectual property of the Empire, the Rebels use it to blow up the Death Star. So again, this is one of those things where a better data security, if those plans were encrypted, if those plans were better secured, if they were transmitted over a secure channel, protected the Empire from having their Death Star destroyed. Well, you know, it's interesting, Chris, because if you look at the way the Star Wars universe is set up, they don't have traditional computers per se. In in their cases, the, the droids are the computers so so now you have one more additional 
challenge with your data security in that your data security now has to apply to computers that can move on their own and make their own decisions. Um, so, so that makes it a little bit more challenging, but, but still at the end of the day, why was R2-D2 able to have those Death Star plans in the first place? Why weren't they encrypted at rest in the, in the first place? Yeah, so, and, and those are always the questions, right? I mean, if you're this kind of nerd, you, you actually see these weird flaws in movies whenever you see them. And that, that's one that I immediately ask myself. Why was it so easy for the Rebels to get the Death Star plans? And we could really nerd out and talk about how some other ways that they were obtained and, and so on and so forth. But again, the truth of the matter is, in this particular case, the Death Star plans were surprisingly easy to get a hold of surprisingly easily to exploit and use and basically allowed the rebels to destroy the death star well you know and and slight tangent there why in the world do you design a door that will automatically open if someone shoots the control panel Yes, well, let's not even get into that. That's another <laughs> problem. We're not going to talk about that one. The second one that I want to talk about is stolen credentials, and, and specifically identity and access management. The scene that I want to bring everybody's attention is Luke, Leia, Han, and Chewie are on the shuttle Tiderian headed to land on Endor. And in order to bypass the security shield that is surrounding the second Death Star, they have to give the Empire stolen credentials that basically say we're the good guys and allowed to land on Endor. I think we all remember this. This is where Luke and Vader kind of touch, you know, through the force and he realizes that he's there, so on and so forth. The thing that I want to bring to everybody's attention is that this is obviously a problem there. This is one of the biggest problems facing information security today. Large businesses have to have a solution that, that take care of IAM. And, and you have to expire those credentials and delete those credentials once they are expired. And don't, uh, forget the, don't forget the original quote was, it's an older code, sir, but it checks out. Yeah. And, and so, again, perfect case there where there was probably an opportunity at some point through some security guy to have deleted that security code, but they didn't. The rebels were allowed to steal it, and now all of a sudden they're able to get access to Endor. They use that access to Endor to blow up the shield generator around Endor, that's on Endor, around the Death Star, and then, you know, again, allows the rest of the rebel fleet in, in Lando Calrissian to go blow up the Death Star. Again, happy story. We're always blowing up Death Stars, but that's that's the way that it needs to be. Well, and, and also, I, I really liken that the their access code really to a certificate, okay, in that you should have proper certificate management where it, either your certificate has a natural expiration period or you have a certificate revocation list where, okay, this certificate was no longer used or this certificate was possibly compromised by the rebels, therefore we're going to revoke the certificate. Clearly, the, the Empire did not have such a process in place because even, okay, well, it's an older code, but we don't have anything that says not to use it. Yeah, and, and so, again, one of those things where the, the moral to this particular story from a security awareness perspective is once you have an account that's supposed to be deleted, delete the account, change the passwords, make certain that somebody else isn't going to have the ability to use that older code to blow up your Death Star. The last one that I wanted to talk about is one that you see in, in nearly all the movies at one point or another, and that's some kind of social engineering. 
Arguably the greatest social engineers of all time are the droids. Even on the Death Star, 3PO and R2-D2 are mistaken as being just regular Imperial droids when they are discovered by the roving Imperial patrol. They're sent on their way, no guard, no nothing. In the cartoons, you see them paint up droids. They end up taking and being able to infiltrate all over the place. Basically, droids are the greatest social engineers known to man. Uh, another great example is where Luke and Han dress up as stormtroopers, escort Chewie, which obviously is not going to you know fool anybody, and march right on into the detention block. Nobody paid any attention. They look like they fit in. It's the perfect social engineer. Mostly fit in. Yeah, mostly fit in. Mostly fit perfect. in. Don't, don't forget the quote. Don't forget yeah, the quote now. Aren't you a little bit short for a stormtrooper? Yeah, well, that, but that was after the fact, right? So, <laughs> but but the, the point being is that using social engineering, they were able to take and really waltz into an Imperial detention block, save the princess, sort of, and go on their merry way. And again, it's another failure where nobody questioned their credentials, really. Nobody really questioned them walking around with a, a Wookiee. It just kind of was what it was because they looked like they were doing what they were supposed to be doing. And it was the perfect social engineering attack. You know, and I, I really love how, you know, just magically, oh, hey, you're dressed like a stormtrooper. Therefore, you're automatically a stormtrooper. Once again, do they not have, like, multi-factor authentication? Did the stormtroopers not have access codes? I and, mean, and, and obviously what's going on right? here? And, yeah. and so, you know, but again, if it was a one-off thing, okay, I'm going to give you a pass. But I can think of all kinds of different instances within different Star Wars movies, franchises, whatever have you, where the Rebels or the Alliance or whoever is able to do things because they come off looking like either part of the bad guys or, or something else. And it's, it's a pretty common theme, but it just really goes to show you that social engineering works. And it does here in, in our reality land, too, when people take and hold the door open for folks and give people information because they, they look like they should have it. Over and over again, social engineering attacks are very effective because they work. And so the moral to your story today from a social engineering perspective is maybe the stormtrooper isn't really a stormtrooper and you should ask once again to see their identification. They might be the droids you're looking for. Trust so, but verify. Trust but verify. So we're rapidly running out of time. We could obviously sit here and talk about Star Wars the entire day. But again, the moral of the story today is to pay attention to Star Wars Day. It's a great opportunity to talk about security, some of the failures in security, cross-apply those to what's going on in the world today in your environments. Use the publicity of the day to just make that little simple connection and do it in a way that's enjoyable. And if you've gotten anything out of it and you've gotten that much out of it, we've accomplished our goal for today. May the force be with you. And again, I hope you've enjoyed this and we will be right back here on our podcast scheduled as regularly scheduled here um, later on this week. Happy Star Wars Day and I'll talk to you all soon. Thanks, Chris and Ken, for all your great insights on today's topic. Make your next podcast awesome when you work with EMA security experts Chris Steffen or Ken Buckler. Educate your prospects, differentiate your solution, and add the credibility of a third-party expert to your message. Visit cybersecurityawesomeness.com to listen to past episodes.